So the title of the message this morning is The Gift of Christmas. How many of you, how many of you can remember the strangest gift you've ever gotten? Think, think for a moment. The strangest, yeah? Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell about mine quickly. I, it, I wanted an Evil Knievel bicycle. How many people remember who Evil Knievel is, was? I don't know if he's still around. Um, and it was a, an Evil Knievel motocross bicycle. That was like motocross was big in that day, and, and it was so cool. And that's all I wanted. Kids, you, you say that sometimes. All I want is just this, this one thing. I was serious. And, and so I, I, I get, you know, I'm looking, and we all do, you know, obviously a bicycle won't fit under the tree. But, you know, I'm looking and shaking the presents, trying to figure out what's what. My sister told me, my sister was mean. Here's what she told me. She said, that little bitty box, it's a note from mom and dad telling you that they couldn't find the evil Knievel bicycle, so they gave you $10. I was so bummed all Christmas. The, the wonder of Christmas left a little bit that day. And uh, as we sat in front of the tree watching it change colors because we had the tinsel tree, some of you kids can YouTube that. <clears throat> I, I, I was really disappointed. We get to the end, and what I do, except what every kid would do, I open that one last. I mean, I get some stuff, but I open that one last. And there was a note in there, and the note said, go look in the back of Dad's truck. And it was an evil Knievel motocross bicycle. Yeah. Let me tell you, it does not jump across creeks. <laughs> That bike was never the same after that creek. Well, the gift of Christmas, and Christmas we, we think about giving and, and getting gifts, right? Gifts is big. That, that's big around Christmas, and, and, and partially rightly so. Because what we're going to talk about this morning in, in our time together is the gift of Christmas. I like the way, let's turn to John chapter 1. We're going to start there. I always love going to the Gospel of John for Christmas because it's like a way different Christmas story than we normally get. John is so cool. I'm going to skip down to verse 9. And and John has been been really kind of bringing in his readers, enticing his readers. He begins his Gospel within the beginning, which every Jewish man, woman, and child would have gone to Genesis when they read the words in the beginning. And we tend to do that too. But then he gets down to verse 9. And, and he's really created this interest in this word. What is this word that was in the beginning with God and, and was with God and actually was God? And this word that created everything that is and nothing that was created was created without him. And so John has pulled his readers in. He gets to verse 9 and he says this. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and, he was, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. And, and I love this. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God, in verse 14, the nativity according to John, and the word became flesh and dwelt 
among us. And we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father. John writes and tells us about the gift of Christmas. And, and here's, here's what I want us to see as we go through, because I know, how many of you, first I, I got to ask this, how many of you are ready for Christmas? If Christmas happened at noon today, you would be ready. I know the kids are, <laughs> yeah? There are not many adults raising their hands. Adults, how many of you still have a little bit to do before Christmas gets here? Men, how many of you need to start this afternoon? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so I, I know that it starts to get crazy. I, I was just thinking about uh, tomorrow and, and the next day, and, and I, I can't even tell you what I have to do yet. I mean, I know Kurt and I are going to meet for lunch on Tuesday. But after that, I don't know because I haven't sat down because there's a lot that has to happen. Here's what I don't want us to do. I don't want us to rush past the gift of Christmas. Some of you are traveling. Some of you have family coming in. I don't know which takes more work, going away or, or staying here. But I don't want us to rush past the gift of Christmas. So, so let, me, let, me just, let me just start with this. Uh, the gift of Christmas is Christ. So, so the gift of God that he gives is Christ. And, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of different ways, and I'll wrap it up at the end. Uh, only really three points this morning. Are you excited? Don't be, because all my messages have three, about three points. It takes about 15 minutes per point. Not today. The gift of God is Christ. Guys, you've heard the reason Jesus is the reason for the season, but it's really true. The the gift of God is Christ. That's why we have Christmas. And, and, And I know our world wants to say, I've heard happy holidays so much. I thought we got past that a year or two ago, but but people say happy holidays, and I'm like, no, Merry Christmas. I mean you know, New Year's Day, yeah, we'll take that day off too, but, but Merry Christmas. The gift of God is Christ. John 3.16, don't even have to read it. You guys can probably recite it with me. We'd probably have about 10 different translations if we set it together. But for God so loved the world that he gave the gift of Christ, that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, just like John said, would not perish but would have everlasting life. Listen, the gift of God is Christ. That is the gift of Christmas. But it's more than just that. I I, I know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Many of you have heard parts of my testimony, at least. The whole one takes about three years to tell. But um, that that was supposed to be funny. Apparently, there's more truth to that than I thought. But, But I didn't grow up in a Christian home. But we always knew that there was something about Christmas. We knew it was the birth of Jesus, and, and, and I didn't know what all that meant. I, I may, maybe had Talladega Nights, what is that, Bobby, Jimmy, Jimmy Bob, or Bobby, whoever that dude was, um, you know, baby Jesus. He always, always had baby Jesus. That, that, was, that was kind of what we understood, but, but I understood there was something about that, that, that God gave his son, and that Jesus, I, I didn't understand this then, but I understand more now, that Jesus, God the Son, from eternity past, became flesh. And God gave his Son. That's the gift of God. 
But it's not just little baby Jesus in a manger that makes the gift of Christmas so amazing. The gift of God is Christ, but the gift of Christ is redemption. I, I love that. I don't know if you've ever done this. Just, just go through the New Testament looking for the word gift. Now, you're going to get a lot of it in Corinthians where he's talking about the gifts of the Spirit, right? And that's not what I'm talking about here. But look where you see the word gift. Paul writes in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Most of you have this memorized too. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's the gift of God, not the result of work so that no one could boast. This redemption that Christ brings, the gift of God is Christ, but the gift of Christ is redemption. Listen, in a way that is so hard for us to understand, to to completely fathom, that Christ came to redeem all of creation. Now, we always apply that to us, but Christ came to redeem all of creation. The gift of Christ is redemption. In John 14, 10, I, I love it. You remember the woman at the well? Um, I know the guys in that town remembered her. That The woman at the well, and, and she's you know, talking, and, and Jesus is talking about this living water, and she says, hey, you know, if I, if I don't have to keep coming back to this well, I want some of that. And Jesus says in verse 10, if you knew the gift of God and who it is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would give you living water. The gift of God is Christ, but the gift of Christ is redemption, this this living water that springs up in us. In Romans chapter 3, one of my favorite little passages, Paul writes this beginning in verse 21, but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, that is through Christ. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, they point to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction By the way, we're all in the same boat, for we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we are justified. We we all are sinners, but, but in Christ we're all justified. I love it. We're justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward, here's a fun word for you, as a propitiation, that is a full satisfaction by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that we might be just, I'm sorry, so that he, that is Jesus, might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Christ. Just the very next chapter over, Paul writes in Romans chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, about Abraham. He said, for if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now, to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. Then later on in chapter 5, he writes, verse 15, but the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not the result, is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if 
because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. I just picked a few. (laughs) Talk about the gift that Christ brings. He brings redemption. Listen. What makes it so amazing, one of the things that makes it so amazing of Christ in the manger is that God was bringing through him redemption. We are bought back. The idea of, of redemption is this. How many of you, oh, wow, we're going to go back away. So, so some of you hang on. How many of you remember the green stamps? And the stamp books. These kids are going, what are they talking about? We used to be able to collect these little stamps. I, f- I even forgot what you got them from. But you would collect stamps and you would put them in a book. And when the book got full, you could look in a catalog and you could use that book of stamps to redeem things and get stuff. Isn't that cool? Yeah, we weren't rich enough for those, I guess. I mean, we had the little green stamps, I remember. The idea of redemption is this, is that we were bought back. Where, where it talks about us and our sin and being redeemed from our sin, it is that, that Christ was bringing us back from the state of sinful man into right relationship with God, bringing us to where God had intended for us to be, where he created us to be and designed us to be in right relationship with him. He redeemed us. And you know what? He's not finished. Any of you, you don't have to raise your hand, but, but we can all think of areas of our lives. God, I, boy, I'm, I'm just ready for you to finish redeeming that area. He continues to do that, to bring us into right relationship with him, that he's bringing us back to the place that he always intended for us to be. The gift of God is Christ, and the gift of Christ is redemption. The cool thing about the baby in the manger as we celebrate Christmas is that that was the initiation of God's plan to redeem the world, including you and me. Let me wrap it up with with this statement, and then I'll, I'll tell you why this statement wraps it up. The gift, then, of Christmas is Christ. You know what that word means? I'm going to get a little bit into language. I I love languages. They're really cool. I'm still working on English, though, Um, because I learned Texan growing up, Um, y'all. So, yeah. So the word Christ is, is Greek, Christos, right? We know that that's the language of the New Testament. That's what they spoke. You know, Jesus and his family didn't speak Greek in their home, they would have spoken Hebrew or Aramaic, which is the more common form uh, of that time. The Hebrew word for Christ is Messiah. You know that, right? And so Messiah is the promised one. He is the one that from the beginning, God began to let them know, hey, look, there is one who will come, who will set things straight, who will make things right 
they, they didn't understand it. I don't know why, because we can read back from this side of the cross. We can look back in Isaiah particularly and, and know that, that he would be the one who would redeem us. He would be the one who would save us from our sin. This is the one, Christ the Messiah, who came. We're going to talk about this a, a little bit in, in the, the Christmas Eve service on Tuesday. And, and Kurt read it earlier, but you know that for 400 years, there is silence in our Bible. It doesn't look like it. If you turn to Matthew, I don't hear anybody turning there. But if you turn to Matthew and, and you get to Matthew, we, we have one turn of a page from Matthew to Malachi. That's Italian. His name is Malachi in, in Hebrew. This one little page right here symbolizes 400 years. You know what God said to them in that 400 years? Nothing. You know who God sent to speak to them in that 400 years? No one. 400 years of silence. How many of you have waited for something and finally gave up on it. I gave up on my evil Knievel motocross bike. And I just waited a month or so. For 400 years, God said nothing. No prophet, no judge, no big miracle that we know of that would point to him keeping his promise. But on that night in the manger, God kept his promise. You see, the gift of Christmas is Christ. And it brings those two statements together because he's the gift of God and he brings the gift. And here's how it brings it together. Jesus is the gift of God and he brings the gift of redemption. So as we, as we head into to Christmas, don't let it pass you by the significance of the moment. That God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, bringing us back. So whatever gift you get and give this Christmas, remember that the real gift of Christmas is Christ, the Messiah, the promised one, who brought about the work of redemption, for us. Let this be our theme this Christmas. Along with Paul in 2 Corinthians 9:15, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. You know what Paul's saying there? Paul said, I don't even have words for the gift. Thank you, God. Let's pray. Lord, you're amazing. You're amazing in, in your love for us. 
God to a, a world wrecked by sin and, and into a world that was wrecked by sin, your son became flesh. Christmas means a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but God, I pray that for us, you would help us to remember the gift of Christmas is Christ. That you in Christ were fulfilling your promise, bringing about the redemption of mankind, in fact, all of creation. God, that's why it's a big deal for us. I pray that, Lord, in the hustle and bustle of this Christmas, Lord, Christ would be first and foremost the promised one, the Messiah, the one who brought about the redemption of our souls. God, help us not only to remember this in our families and our hearts, but to share this with a world that's lost and dying in sin. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I, I wonder if, if you could just commit with me this morning this. God, no matter what, no matter what, this Christmas Christ is central. That, 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 that we're going to make sure that we don't rush it by that in the ham or turkey or chicken or pizza or steak or shrimp or whatever you eat in, in the gathering together of families in, in the giving and getting of presents and the hustle and bustle that is bound to happen between now and christmas eve that you with me will commit to make christ central in this christmas let's remember the gift of christmas is christ who brings about the redemption of the world. Let's stand together as we sing.